um, so on this episode, we just, uh, I feel like we talked about comics more than we have in a while. Yeah. It's been a while since we've really... And honestly, we kind of rehashed conversation we've had before, but we're both on the same page <laughs> <laughs> as far as comics go. We both really love Superior Spider-Man, so we talk about that again. Yeah. And uh, also Moon Knight, and also how shitty Marvel is. We, I mean, we just kind of just run run through it, mm-hmm. you know, for all you all you new listeners <laughs> out there. Yeah. Uh, what else? Uh, oh, we talked about your first visit to a WWE live event. Mm-hmm. That was yeah. exciting. That was very exciting. That we we come out of the gate with that one. Yeah. Talk about WWE first. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then we got a little bit of video game talk there at the end, uh, mostly about Mario Odyssey. Yeah, yeah. And then we get into a heated political discussion. No, we don't. No, we yeah. don't. We, we don't did do before we were on here. Yeah, but yeah. we'll leave those we'll leave those discussions off of this because it's about having fun. Yeah, and we're not uh, we're not trying to to turn it into that type of show, friends. So. Sorry, sorry if you wanted to, uh, if you wanted us, you wanted to hear us, uh, talk about, uh, our political views and, uh, current events, well, that's, that's not this show. Too bad, son. Sorry. But, if you're here to have fun, and if you're here to look forward to episodes, then you came to the right place. Yeah, you can definitely look forward to this episode. And you can look forward to checking us out all across social media, uh, starting with our Facebook page, facebook.com slash superdivorce, Twitter at superdivorce, Instagram at superdivorceband, and um, if you want to follow me on social media, just look up at Nicholas Bellars on, I'll just tell you, I'm on Instagram and Twitter uh, pretty much these days. So, yeah. Uh, if you want to follow me on social media, you can find me at BenderButt on Instagram and at BenderButts on Twitter. Um, you can also go to www.superdivorceme.com uh, and there's links to like all the stuff pertaining to the band. Uh, there's also the Superstore where we've got CDs, cassettes, t-shirts, stickers, and buttons all available for sale. Uh, vinyls available for pre-order ish kind of yeah sort of yeah sort of sort of but not you know just focus on the other stuff first um also make sure to uh search for us on youtube and follow our channel subscribe to our channel subscribe to our channel subscribe sub Um, we need subs we need 29 subs yeah that's it we've been probably a little slow on video production right now but yeah we've got we're working on a new music video and uh we'll probably get some you know like other shows kind of back on track in the next couple weeks you know maybe after the holidays yeah we'll try to get monster movies and super scary back on track for you episodes are coming yeah we've got we've got some in the pipe we just nick's doing all the editing right now so and i just started managing the tattoo shop right so again there's so just a lot trying lot to to work both schedules out so we can get back on track and get all these things. and also 
there's been a lot uh, going in to try and get some advertising going on Facebook so we can sell some albums and some shirts. We need to start doing that. I've been putting a lot of time in on that. So not to bore you with all this, but just to let you know, uh, rest assured, you boys are working hard. We're still filming Beer Me. Yeah. I'm still filming Monster Movies, uh, and we've got... We have about six episodes five to six episodes of super scary that are filmed and just need to be put together yeah so eventually we're going to get back to all that for you yeah uh until then please look forward to this episode of the super divorce supercast we are not getting a divorce we are not getting a divorce Hey man, welcome to the Super Divorce Supercast. This is Valars here. And Bender. Beer here. So, uh, if you haven't listened to our cast before, but you're watching on live, which, you know, no one is right now, but, uh... If you come back and watch later. If you come back and watch later, uh, we have a segment called Beer Me, where we drink beer. It's, that's, it's simple. Simple that's as simple. that. Yeah. Typically a new beer every week, but uh, we're taking a few steps backwards to fall time. Yeah. Got a couple uh, cans of Creep Show that were left at uh, my in-laws, and they. Uh, oh yeah. They asked me to take these the other night, so I took them, and I figured we'd drink them here on the show. Yeah. So cheers. Cheers. It's a nice, hearty, smoked porter. Yeah, it's good beer. Yeah. We've uh, we've done, we've done this beer before on uh, Beer Me. Well, it was a while ago. Yeah, but, but it's a Warped Wing beer, which is a uh, Dayton local. Yeah. So that's good to support your local brewery. I'm gonna put those those guys down there. I know it's still still just me, just yeah. me watching. Just you still. I'm just following along because. We can't see any comments on uh, Nick's phone, which is where we're streaming from. So yeah. I'm following along on my phone to see all of your comments. But you know. And if you're listening to the audio version of this, uh, then you don't care about any of that. No. It means nothing <laughs> to you. None of it. <laughs> nothing. Um, so, um, <clears throat> yeah, so we're, uh, we're just hanging out. This was a big week for Bender because he, on Monday night, attended, or no, Tuesday. Yeah. Tuesday night, he attended his very first professional wrestling live event. Yeah. We got, we saw, we went to SmackDown Live in uh, Cincinnati. It was at U.S. Bank Arena. Yes. It was fun. Which you had not been to since you saw Metallica, right? Well, yeah, that's, that's most, most likely. With was Godsmack? Like, yeah. I was at that show too. Yeah. yeah, it's fun. I love like talking to people and and like having concert in common. You know, like Lindsay and I both were at the same Green Day concert on the American Idiot tour, oh. and then we both were at uh, My Chemical Romance at Warp tour uh, in two thousand five. I was talking to a friend of mine the other day who 
even smaller saw the premiere of Maniac with Elijah Wood at Horror Hound like two years ago. And I just met him a couple... Well, I started, I started talking to him a couple months ago. But we just learned that the other day. Small world. Hi, Jesse. Jesse's watching. Hey, Jess. Jeff. Um, so, what did you think of your first wrestling show? It was really fun. It was a lot of fun. Um, I... I think, yeah, you definitely, like, get into it when you're there because everybody's got... It's... <laughs> I couldn't help but compare it to, like, going to see Rocky Horror Picture Show live. Like, like seeing the movie in a theater, live, in a, in a theater. Uh, because, just like, you have your chance, and you have your, like, everybody has to woo every time you get slapped across the chest. Yeah. And, you know, everybody counts with the ref, and when somebody's, like, beating the shit out of somebody you count how many times they punch them yeah. it's like you know you have these these audience cues almost mm -hmm. so it's it's fun to like the audience is very much a part of the show yeah you have to like cheer at the you cheer and you boo at like all the times like i booed a bunch of people that i thought were dumb <laughs> like kevin owens yeah because i immediately didn't like him really yeah he plays a great heel yeah he does his job well. Yeah, like, I just, like, they they, they started SmackDown with the whole Yep movement thing, yeah. and Kevin Owens was, like, backstage running around telling people about the Yep movement, and I was like, fuck you, dude. <laughs> <laughs> and his buddy Sami Zayn yeah. was a good guy. Was a good guy? Yeah. I, well, I think you, I feel like I... Might that might have been the case because I know you have a Sami Zayn shirt. I do. So I thought maybe he was like cooler at one point, but now he's kind of a douche too. Yeah. Yeah. They were friends for a long time. Kevin Owens turned on him. Then Sammy turned on Shane McMahon recently and rejoined KO. Yeah. So And then Kevin Owens fought Shinsuke Nakamura and kicked the shit out of him, and I was unimpressed. Because I, I really wanted Nakamura to at least... There, I was, was, there was some tomfoolery, though. Yeah. He didn't just beat Shinsuke down. There was. There was... There, like, Sammy was... He was running distractions yeah. throughout a lot of the match. And Randy wasn't really doing a lot to stop him. Like, I don't think that was, like... It, you know on purpose or anything yeah. it's just like he wasn't really doing a lot uh but i was i don't know i was just looking forward to more out of nakamura's performance mm -hmm. but i don't think he was able to give that a solid performance wrestling kevin owens they could Maybe. have a really good match the only thing is you won't get like an epic Japanese. 30 minute yeah. match Especially not on a, a SmackDown. Yeah. When the WWE does do the occasional, like, epic in that quasi-Japan style, because they hardly ever get to that level, mm -hmm. just because their matches usually aren't as long. Right. But if they ever do something like that, it's always at a pay-per-view. Right. Very, very rarely does it ever happen on one of just the, the weekly TV shows. Mm -hmm. I, I would say that the... Raw and SmackDown are more just for, like, advancing stories in a way and then yeah, building yeah, yeah. up to the pay-per-views. Right. 
I mean, how many times did they advertise Contest of Champions while we were yeah. there? Like, it's just like every single... Clash of Champions. Clash of Champions. Yeah. Yeah. That's the next one. And then after that, we'll be at the Royal Rumble, which is one of the best. That's fun. Yeah. Yeah. I, we watched that last year, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I will definitely watch Royal Rumble again this year because that was super cool. Yeah. The Rumble is always a favorite just because so 30 people, people, you never know who's coming out next. Yeah. Was that the one where the Hardy Brothers came out? No, that, that, was, that, was, uh, that was WrestleMania. WrestleMania, and they jumped off the ladders and shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was cool, too. I mean, I like I didn't have any context. Yeah. I didn't share in the excitement, necessarily, but seeing everybody else excited that they were at WrestleMania, I was like, okay, that's, that's probably a really cool thing. That it they was, were yeah. 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 Speaking of... Uh, Hi, Lindsay. Hey. She's watching, too. Speaking of of wrestling in Japan, um, Jericho did, they were doing like a press interview um, for Wrestle Kingdom Mm -hmm. where he's going to be wrestling Kenny Omega. Yeah, yeah. And Omega like ran into the interview at the press table and just started beating the shit out of him. And like Jericho got up and picked up the entire press table and like threw it at Omega and like (laughs) all the reporters. So just like crushed everyone. Oh my God. And he's like screaming at everyone. And this is what makes... It's so much fun when, like, when Western wrestlers go over to Japan. When they're talking shit, they can say whatever they want to. Yeah. Because they're speaking a language that most people there don't understand. Oh. So they can just, like, curse each other all they want to and be as vulgar as they want. And, like, Jericho starts going off on Omega. And he points out some guy in, in the crowd. And he's like, what did he say? So what are you laughing at, fuck face or something? <laughs> <laughs> just like, just yelled it at him. Yeah. You know, like no reservations about it whatsoever. It's like you'd never get that when he's wrestling in WWE, so but you funny. get to see a different side of people over there. It's pretty cool. Yeah. It seems, I I feel like, again, you know, I was, like I was saying the other day, I sort of already have this lean to the not mainstream part mm. of wrestling yeah. like 205 live was really fun and i feel like i would really like lucha underground or something if i got into it um new japan is another one where i'm like if i watched new japan i'd probably dig it i think way would. more than like wwe not that wwe isn't fun right it's just i just not all the time but a lot of times tend to be like an outskirts fan I mean, like, well, you and me both, we love Marvel Comics, but we love fucking Moon Knight. Right. Like, not everybody even knows who Moon Knight is, but we're just like, yes, best character ever, you know? I, so, I would really like to, to watch some. You have to come over for Wrestle Kingdom. Yeah. That's like their WrestleMania. Right. So that's going to be really fun. That will be fun. But, uh, 205 Live, one of the dudes who was one of the biggest stars on that show. Um, if you're a fan, you probably know who I'm about to, to bring up. A guy named Rich Swan. Mm-hmm. He, just a few days ago, got arrested, and I think he's facing like five years in prison now Jeez. for kidnapping and like domestic battery. Because oh <laughs> apparently his wife, like, they were driving, and she, she got pissed off at him and like got out of the car 
and he got out after her and like put her in a headlock and dragged her like back to the car and threw her in and she like called the police of course right so now he might be going to prison so god and it sucks because the dude like had this really incredible story he used to be homeless Uh uh-huh you know and he was on drugs and overcame all this stuff and then well just throw it all away by putting your wife in a headlock yeah (laughs) that's come on that's ridiculous like just just chill out man right you know like just take a second and chill the fuck out so you don't like ruin your entire career they immediately put out like a statement saying that he was like indefinitely suspended while they reviewed the situation we're like i mean good yeah good that they did yeah i mean or good that they suspended him Mm -hmm. if if that's how he's gonna act i'm sure he's gonna they're gonna end up letting him go but it's like right away when as soon as the police report hit it was like rich swan has been suspended by the wwe and it's like well that's what you get buddy yeah exactly act like a dick Mm -hmm. gonna get treated like a dick yep uh yeah i got my first piece of wrestling merchandise too your shinsuke shirt yeah i got a shinsuke shirt <laughs> shinsuke shirt <laughs> i i yeah i like nakamura a lot i think he's really cool i like his style the artist known as yeah i thought <laughs> i was really satisfied by that the artist known as shinsuke nakamura um i love like his well, his intro song is, like, badass to begin with, but then I love when he gets on the ropes and, like, like does that backbend mm-hmm. thing, like, all yeah. the way down to the mat. Yeah. That's always really cool. It's just very... He's very theatrical when he moves. He said that he takes a lot of inspiration in his movement and his flow from uh, Freddie Mercury and Michael Jackson. Yeah, I can see that. I mean, he even wears, like, a pseudo-marching band jacket open like with no shirt and i noticed his like in the pants he wears are like flared so he even kind of oozes that 80s yeah style a little bit yeah um but he'll I, probably have a really cool intro at wrestlemania I bet. everyone's intro is always like amped up uh to the next degree when they do wrestlemania so and his his intro is another one where like the whole crowd sings Mm -hmm. along yeah like you don't do that for everyone's intro right but when nakamura comes in it's oh oh, oh, oh." yeah Yeah. and then everyone does everyone does bobby roods too glorious yeah yeah and uh what's the other one oh um well, I saw it on TV, but uh, Demon Finn Balor. Oh, yeah. Uh, dun, dun. <sighs> yeah. Like, everybody does that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was just, it was so fun. It was really fun being there. I think they, they do a good job of giving you your money's worth, you know? Yeah, I mean, honestly, like, 40 bucks for a ticket. And it was... Wrestling is cool because it's the type of event where, like, being up really high is still fine. Mm -hmm. Like, it doesn't matter. Uh, You can still see really well, and you almost get, like, a better picture way up there. And then they still have, like, the jumbotrons and everything. Right. You know, you're basically, because it was SmackDown Live, it was being televised. So, basically, they show 
on the screens what the viewer at home is watching. Um, so you can watch the screen if you really want to, or you can just watch the match. And like I said, there wasn't, there couldn't have been a bad seed in the house. No, with that arena, no, not at all. So uh, we were up pretty, pretty high, uh, which went, like I said, was fine, and it, it went really well. It was really cool. And then um, after SmackDown was over, they aired two hundred five live, but we we got to move down a section, mm-hmm, which a lot was of cool. Cleared out. Which for like, some why reason. would you do that? If you pay forty dollars for a ticket and they're gonna give you SmackDown and two hundred five live, like you like wrestling, yeah, just watch more <laughs> wrestling. And those were the people in front of us, so they probably paid more than we did for our tickets. Yeah. And we just got to move down into their seats, you know, into, like, the next section. And it wasn't even, like, we were like, hey, there's open seats. It was, like, a, uh, what do you call them? An usher. An usher came over to us and was like, we're letting people move down if for 205 if you want to. Yeah. So we moved down a section for 205 Live, and that was really cool because, you know, it was nice to be a little bit closer and see the, the action. But then, I think, really, honestly, the highlight of the night was we saw a dark match, yeah. which I learned is a new word, new term I learned. <laughs> He's getting in on the insider speak. But we saw a dark match between AJ Styles and... Uh, Jinder Mahal. Yeah, Jinder Mahal. That's yeah. right, Jinder Mahal. Yeah. And that was really cool. Yeah, because that's going to be the main event of this Sunday's pay-per-view. So, like, I'm sure that they'll do some different stuff when they have their match on Sunday, but it's still cool that you get to see the championship match, sort of a preview of it before it actually happens. So that was fun. Yeah. And, and again, that was after two Oh five live. So we were down in the lower section for that. So, you know, it was cool to like be just that much closer to AJ styles. Yeah. Uh, he, you know, there were a lot of cool moves. They really went kind of like all out for yeah, that match. That was definitely the best match of the night. Yeah, you got to see AJ like, you know, just fly off the top rope. Uh, and and he ended up beating Jinder Mahal, which was really cool because I like AJ Styles too. Yeah. So we actually got to see him come out to the ring twice that night. Yeah. Because he kind of, he came out and just did a, an, an opening promo, um, well, shortly after SmackDown started. And then came out and had that match later, which mm-hmm. was pretty neat because people at home didn't get to see it, and we did. Yeah, we did. <laughs> so all in all, it was just a very, very fun experience. Definitely, again, like I said, definitely worth forty bucks for a ticket. Like that's that was really cool. Now it's going to be interesting. You're going to have to go with me the next time, like Ring of Honor comes around, yeah, because it's a much different experience, but it's also a lot of fun. Uh huh. So because it. A lot of those shows, they've got like, well, if they do it at like um, Montgomery County Fairgrounds or something, which is where they'll come around here sometimes, it's just one level, you know, and then you've got your folding chairs, maybe like 15 or so rows of folding chairs, and then just standing room only, and people just like sitting up against, leaning against the walls, (laughs) you know, and much more rough around the edges, but very... Again, it's in its own way, it's still very um, inclusive of the audience. Right. And you're still a big part of the show, even at the smaller events. Uh, the good ones, anyway. Yeah. So, that's that'll be fun. 
Uh, so, uh, what else is going on here? Getting closer to Christmas. Mm-hmm. Christmas coming up. I think I, I assume, let's see, next, next Thursday is like the 22nd or something like that. Something, whatever. It's still before Christmas. Yeah. Right? Yeah. We should do a, we should do a Christmas, Christmas cast. Yeah, we could do that. Next, That'd next time. Yeah. I have a really cool gift for you. I'm very excited about it. I've had it for a while. I still need to... You are one of the last people I have to shop for. Yeah. Well, so. I I stumbled across your gift. We'll say that. So I wasn't necessarily out for you. I'm going to sneeze. Maybe. But anyways, uh, I wasn't necessarily out for you, but I saw it and I was like, got to get that. <coughs> yeah. I went out yesterday with Jess and we did majority of our shopping that we had left to do she's been asking me about gifts for you she doesn't know what to get <laughs> i haven't and, really talked about much well yeah well i've been i've given her a couple things mm-hmm. but it's difficult because like you're not hard to buy for i don't think but i also don't think that you have quite the same collector's mentality that I do. Like, yes, you do. I mean, look in the room we're in. Yeah. Like, there's action figures all over the walls. You have all of your comic books and everything. But it's like... Yeah, there's, like, tons of movies that you like, but you're not... Uh, you're not, like, super, like, oh, I need all of these movies. I would I would say that I've... I've purposely become more selective... Yeah, because that, right. because of the things I have, if you could look around, I've got shit hanging up all over the, the walls and stuff, and it's like, I don't want to just have stacks of stuff, because it's already yeah. stressful when I buy something. It's like, where am I going to put this now? <laughs> so, like, if I had more room, perhaps I would I would be a little more aggressive, but I've kind of slowed down my old age, because I just, you know, it's right. like... I. It's like I, I take the mentality that I have towards Funko Pops, but I expand that out to like everything now. Exactly. Like I would, there's plenty of pops that I would buy for you, but you only have six. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I don't. And yeah. I'm very selective with them because yeah. like, well, I've got, I've got like the Doctor Strange pops back there because that's like my favorite Marvel movie. And I was like, I'm going to get two from that movie because i think it's the best one that they've done so far though there are a few i haven't seen yet so you know yeah you could eat your own words i could i could what else you got invader zim the two gurs yeah and then which i mean those are like those are it's gur it's yeah like whatever i don't have gur but uh and then batman and bane yeah from dark knight rises Mm mm-hmm Dark Knight Rises, Batman and Bane. And, uh, and then I've got my John Locke over here from yeah. Lost. That's right. That's right. Who's like, uh, and then you've got an Iron Man downstairs. Yeah. But it's like a, an original mm-hmm. Iron Man, if you, so to, so to speak. Yeah. Like the original Funko pop. Yeah. So, some people you see, they've just got like, you could fill a room with them. Oh, I know. And, That's like, I don't I can't care about that many characters. Right. 
And even if you see a bunch of them that you like, you just can't buy every single one that looks cool to you because, again, you would just fill, you could probably fill up your entire house with nothing but Funko Pops. Yeah. You know? There's so <laughs> many of them. If you wanted to actually display all of them, right. it would just be tough very tough to do you'd have to not collect anything else and i'm not willing to do that but i think yeah i think you're more what makes what makes you easy yet hard to buy for uh is that you're a collector who is more selective like for myself it's like you know take funko pops for example if it's from a horror movie i i'll take it like I'm not a huge fan of, like, Hitchcock's Psycho, but there's a Norman Bates pop, and I'm like, okay, it's horror-related. Yes, I'll take it, you know? And, uh, and I, and I would, like, that's, so I, I, but I only collect horror pops, and I have a Bob Ross and a Moon Knight. Mm-hmm. That's it. And Thrawn from Star Wars. But I don't have any other Star Wars pops. For as much as I love Star Wars, no other pops except for Thrawn from Star Wars. You know, as much as I love Marvel, no other pops except for Moon Knight. Uh, And then, you know, all the horror characters. I used to buy wrestlers all the time, and I've sold a bunch of them. I've kept a few. I've Uh, got a select few here. And I've purchased one to put on my wall in probably like the past... I don't know. Maybe... The, the AJ? Yeah, the AJ Styles. The deluxe AJ. That's probably the only wrestling figure I've purchased for myself to hang up in, like, maybe the past ten years. They're a deluxe uh, Finn? Uh, yeah. I got that for Lazarus, though. Uh, did you? And let him take it. So you need one for yourself? I probably do. Yeah, deluxe yeah. Finn. Is, the, is it just Finn, or is there a demon Finn? There's a demon Finn. That's the one that I got for Laz. Uh, and then they've, they've got another one. I would probably get the Gallows and Anderson set for myself. Yeah. Because they're in, they're in the club. Hmm. You know? Yeah. And then, well, then what about the then four new Turtles? Those, I do need to pick those up. Just because I feel like I got the first set of those and yeah. I want to get the next one. But, again... I've seen some of them out and it's just like you ever you ever see something and it's like you know you're going to get it but it's just like not right now. Oh, not right now. You know constantly. like constantly. Like, Every time I look at Star Wars Black Series figures, yeah. I'm like maybe one day but not right now. <laughs> Same yeah. with Marvel Legends figures. Yeah, even stuff cuz like I don't know that I'm going to see those out in the, out in the wild. Certain ones that I run across but it's just it's tough because those figures are like you know i think those are about 25 bucks a piece or something like that i think so and that's just a lot to spend on an action figure and it's like if you're not in the right mood it's just no i mean even marvel legends are like 20 dollars a piece but you know i know that they have a moon knight now and if i found moon knight i'd fucking buy it you know like right away but that's just that character. Like the other day, I was at GameStop, and uh, they had a Venom, uh, Deadpool, a Venom pool, 
from like uh, Spider-Man and Venom or Spider-Man and Deadpool the comic like the series Deadpool gets taken over by Venom at some at one point during the comic and his costume changes and you know all that stuff so they had a Venom pool Marvel Legends figure and I was like that's really fucking cool but I buy it you know they also have the uh I don't know what his technical name is but the like universe spider-man with like the red right here and then the blue and white galaxy suit who's basically like a god yeah they have one of him too i'm like also like super fucking cool but i didn't well i i saw some cool action figures because i'm always i have to be clear i still think about these things a lot when i see them oh yeah but it's just like i end up passing the majority of the time when we were out at toys r us i saw um, have you seen these Marvel figures? They're packaged like the Marvel figures from like the early nineties. Yes, I think so. It's like blue, flat and, back. Yeah, flat yeah. back. They're like blue, and they've just. But the figures look updated. Yes, it's just the packaging is old school. Yep, and those are really cool. Yep, but, but they're also like fifteen, twenty dollars. And it's like, yeah, I don't so, need that. You know. Yeah, I think the only, well, you were wonderful and you got me that Spider-Gwen Marvel Legends figure. That remains the only Marvel Legends figure I have. Really? Yeah. Uh, But now that I know there's a Moon Knight, that's definitely on the list. And I think of all the Spider-Men, because I think they're all so cool, uh, but of all the Spider-Men, of course, I would want a superior Spider-Man. Because he's the best. I was just thinking about that the other day, and I was I was trying to sort out in my mind, I'm sure that people have talked about this, like, if you're not familiar with the Superior Spider-Man, there was a story arc uh, several years ago where Peter Parker is about to finally defeat Doc Ock once and for all. He's like about to die. Mm-hmm and dr octopus is old yeah and he um but he has one last trick up his sleeve this little octobot crawls up behind peter parker and like lands on his neck i believe and like kind of zaps him if i recall correctly it's like a zap and what it does is like rearranges peter's brain wiring to pretty much copy doc ox brain configuration and paste it onto like the neural map of peter parker's brain so it's like it's it's essentially dr octopus moves his entire consciousness into peter parker's body if you can say that right that's what i was that's what i'm like that was like the internal discussion i was having when i was thinking about this myself. Okay. it was like okay. it was like was that really doc ock or was it peter just thinking he was doc ock because it wasn't like they never said like it wasn't sort of like a a magical soul swap where like the soul of doc ock was implanted into peter parker or like 
his consciousness as like a mysterious thing was implanted. It was like his but, brain was rewired. Yeah, but Dr. Octopus, like his body, Peter Parker was trapped in Doc Ock's body. Well, it and didn't it do so, but it was like a it was like a swap, wasn't it? Like it zap and now this the the way this brain is configured is over here and this right. one's over here now. Right. So it wasn't it wasn't like a total switch of you're right. A a reconfiguration. Yeah. is sort of a better a reconfiguration into the exact wiring, if you will, of Doc Ock's brain up to that point when it happened. Right. Right. So that Peter then would have experienced reality as if he were Doc Ock for all right. intents and purposes. Right. And then so, you know, as long-winded as that is, uh, as long-winded as that explanation is, so basically what happens is that their their brains are remapped, so to speak, and then Peter Parker, air quotes, dies with Dr. Octopus's body. Right. And then Dr. Octopus inhabiting Peter Parker's body decides he he sort of has a rush of Spider-Man memories and kind of understands why Peter has been fighting for as long as he's been fighting. So he decides that he's going to stand up for good and justice basically but he's not going to be an amazing spider-man he's going to be superior to the amazing spider-man so he's the superior spider-man and then basically the whole what like 38 book series something is spider-man acting as if he were controlled by dr octopus yeah it's it's he believes really he cool. is he it's believes like, he is right but he sees things i mean he kills somebody at one point very early on he kills a, a criminal intentionally and it's like dr octopus is like well that's what you get like i'm going to kill you but you know eventually the like, spider-man doesn't act that way and he gets better and better as the story arc goes along until he's fighting green goblin for control of the city and yeah it's just really 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 good venom yeah. comes back at one point briefly can you imagine like if if they had kept that going if it was still going right now it'd be so cool we've talked about that before we have too. And it's just like the more, the more time that passes, the more awesome I feel it would have been because then at the 10 year mark, imagine people are still just looking around like, is Peter Parker ever coming back? And And then they do the whole thing where like he sort of sparks in the brain and he has all these like adventures inside the, the consciousness and like meets with Uncle Ben and all that kind of stuff, and then decides to fight for control. What if that shit? That could have been a good solution to keep both going. What if that would have been like a ten or fifteen year saga, where Peter is inside of his own right. mind fighting to get control of his body from the consciousness of Doc Ock? 
Meanwhile, Superior Spider-Man is still going while this battle is raging inside of his subconscious that he right. doesn't even know about. Like, that would have been so cool. <laughs> instead, well, let's just bring Peter Parker back and after, make him Tony Stark after thirty-eight issues. Yeah, yeah, and then make him the the international Spider-Man. It makes me. I'm so far behind, and one of the reasons is I'm just not motivated at all because of where I left off, because I was. I trudged along for a while, and it was just like, this is not, it's not good. I've read some really good Spider-Man stories, and what they were doing was just bad. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know. I I picked up the new um, Moon Knight, written by Max Bemis, and Nostalgia posted their, their Facebook uh, when they get a new shipment, they post about it and they sort of highlight certain books, you know, and they highlighted Moon Knight in their status update and they said, uh, when Marvel, uh, like when Marvel said they were going to, they were going to legacy their comics and, you know, keep up with like the stories or whatever, like Moon Knight is the book that is being done right. So I haven't read it yet, but uh, at least our friends at Nostalgia are like, this is the Marvel Legacy book to read, like if you're going to read any of them. So what are they doing with Legacy? Legacy just means that they are, Legacy is just the renumbering. So the Moon Knight, I flipped through the comic, and the story is continuing the current story where he's like in the mental hospital yeah. and stuff, it's still that. It's just the number on the comic is like 187 or something versus restarting at number one. Yeah. It's the legacy number. So all the compiled Moon Knight issues that he's ever had, he's at 187. So did they boost all of their books back up to where they would be? Yeah. If so Spider Man, yeah. So Spider Man is like back to like almost eight hundred, I think. Spider Man Legacy, yeah. You know, Avengers are in like the eight. Do they all say like Legacy on? I think so. Yeah, of course they. Do. Part of it, like the Moon Knight cover, looks the logo looks more classic. And then it's like Moon Knight, and then there's a black bar just at the very top that says Marvel Legacy. It's not super like, boom, this is the Marvel Legacy. Like, yeah. it's just sort of a part of the logo. But uh, Moon Knight, I know, is supposedly going pretty well. At least, like I said, according to our friends at Nostalgia. Is Captain America still evil? Or did they... No, they... they they switched that. They fixed it. Yeah, they fixed that already. <laughs> the Hydra stupid. thing. Yeah. It was basically, they did the whole, um, a Captain America from another dimension comes in and beats him and then takes his place as regular Captain America. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. The old other dimension mm-hmm. version. They did. They did that. Yeah. That was what? Secret Empire? I don't even know. I think it was Secret Empire. That ended with a dimension swapping of Captain America. Hmm. I would have been happier if I found out that the evil one came from another dimension and had been swapped 
and it was just the real Steve Rogers coming back. It seems like, like why such not a, do that? Such an obvious. Because doesn't like I just feel like that fucks with people. It's because Where they it's like, they was... wanted it to be like he'd been evil the whole time. Yeah. All of Captain America's stories, he'd been a Hydra agent the whole time. So then a good Captain America from another dimension has to beat him and step in. Do you think that there's any responsibility to the readers who have maybe been Captain America fans for like 60 years? Like, but if you were in that spot making the decision and you know about people's favorite stories and they're looking back and like, well, he was just a bad guy the whole time. Like he was faking all of these things that maybe mean a lot to people. That's part of that. Like doesn't sit well. with me. <laughs> I don't know. I, I mean, it's one thing with like the, the secret invasion stuff where they found out, Oh, going back to like whatever the late seventies, certain superheroes were actually scrolls. scrolls. It's like, okay, well, yeah, but then the real, the real heroes were still held captive and they were there. Right. But in, in this Captain America thing, it seems like there's just no redemption whatsoever. It's just like, oh, he was... He Guess was what? A, he was just a douchey bad guy the whole time throughout your favorite Captain America stories for the past... What? I don't know. He's foiled Hydra this many times, but he was a Hydra agent the whole time. I don't know. There it, just have to be some stories that totally contradict that, I would think. Yeah. That you couldn't explain away with him... Just being undercover. Right. Uh, you with a sour uh, taste. Yeah. Comics in general have a sour taste for me, but uh, there's still Saga, so. Yeah. Well, that's an image book. Yep. Uh, an image is still... They don't seem to be doing that sort of trickery they're not renumbering their stuff they might cancel some comics a little prematurely but yeah. they're not renumbering and re-seriesing and until you read you know saga number 237 where you find out that the entire thing was a dream that was being had by savage dragon <laughs> by savage dragon yeah. that's funny just kidding <laughs> I pre-ordered all five Saga Funko Pops, though. Because, I mean, come on. Like, you have to. I have to. You have I to. I have to. I love Saga. Oh. There's two sets of action figures I'm missing out on, too. They, You know the Marco and Alana that you have? Yeah. They have the Will and Lion Cat, and... Hazel and Isabel mm. in McFarlane toy packs. Missing out. I still only have Marco and Alana. Uh, so you got your your Star Wars tickets? No, it was supposed to be tonight. And then uh, I had this stupid dessert thing at work, so I had to stay, so I couldn't go. Did you have your tickets, though? Mm-hmm. Damn. Yeah, a friend of mine bought tickets for me. Uh, and I was supposed to go tonight, and it was at, like, 7 o'clock. And I was I was at work till 8.30, like, you know. You know. Yeah. Not even a midnight, then. Nope. It was a 7 o'clock showing. 
I thought it was tomorrow. Oh. I'm off tomorrow. But that's a bummer. Yeah. Are you gonna try and make it out this weekend? I really want to, but I also do not want shitty seats. Like, as much as I loved seeing Force Awakens as early as we did, it was such a pain sitting where we sat. Literal pain in the neck? Yeah, it was a literal pain in the neck. And I just... Staring straight up the they're really screen. They're really hyping this movie to, like, don't spoil... Like, don't let anybody spoil it. And the stuff that they've been showing, I'm just like, I can't... I can't do this, you know, the whole time. Like, I've yeah. got to see it in a proper seat. So, maybe. I'm off tomorrow. I might, like, there's a Regal Cinema literally. Like, work is here, and then across the street, literally, is a Regal Cinema. And then Firebirds, where we're having lunch, is, like, right here. So, I might, like, have lunch with my managers, and then go to Regal and see if I can get into an early showing. Um, but I am trying to see it soon. Very soon. I signed up for Movie Pass. Oh, did you? Mm-hmm. I need to do that. Yeah. That's awesome. I was, I did it the other night when we went to see uh, Disaster Artist. Mm-hmm. And I was thinking if I did it that I'd be able to use it. But, oh, you have to wait for your card and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it said, like, it said, present your card at the theater mm-hmm. or um, or use your account number at the e-ticketing booth if your theater has one. Like, the little walk-up kiosk, right, right. you know? And I was like, well, they've got one of those where we're going. And, but apparently, you don't even... Like, when you log into your account, it doesn't tell you your number until your card arrives to your house. Oh, like, you have, to enter it on, you have to enter it in from your card onto your account on their website. Oh. I figured it would just generate it for you, and then you'd have it when you logged in. No, it's not the case. So, if you're listening and, and you sign up for MoviePass thinking you can use it that day, you can't. Yeah. So, give yourself some time. I guess I... I could have told you that somehow. Like, I knew you had to like wait for a card. Well, use it, but well, that's all right. Still, still you got, got it. Cool. You got it. So, and the theater right over here in Lebanon accepts it. Really? Yeah. So that's pretty cool. Yeah, it's neat. Um, I'm still playing the Switch a lot. I just can't get over like how cool that system is. I've been I've went back to Mario Odyssey. I've been getting collecting power moons. Getting your power moons. Mm-hmm. I only have like a hundred and four left in the whole game, which is a lot. But I've collected four hundred over four hundred at this point. I think. Do you have a favorite world in the game? I like the city. Yeah. New Donk City a lot. I think it's super fun. New Donk City. Yeah. I thought the Luncheon Kingdom was interesting. It's very... It's just very interesting to look at. I haven't been to that one yet. Oh, really? Mm. Where are you? Um, I am... Where did I leave off? Um, I think I had just... I had just beaten, like, your first encounter at new donk city 
the the electric centipede yeah. thing. Okay. Mm-hmm. So like you got it to stop raining. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, luncheon is like the luncheon kingdom is like two kingdoms after that, I think. Two or three even. Uh it yeah, I um right now I'm going back through because you're you know, like you beat the game and there's there's so many power moons and then you beat the game and there's like an additional like twenty to thirty power moons per level. Right. Which seems ridiculous, but <laughs> They somehow make it interesting they enough. They somehow make it interesting enough. I, I could tell you how they do it, but I won't. Okay. Um, but, I mean, it's any, it's it's as simple as, like, just ground pounding a certain part of the ground. Right. To other stuff that you have to do. But anyway, so right now I'm, I'm doing extra power moons in the Wooded Kingdom. I did a lot in the Sand Kingdom. I did a lot in the Lake Kingdom. But there's still some that like I can't even figure out, you know. And I'm sure there's some from before I activated the extra moons yeah. that I can't figure out either. Well, I got the guide if you get too stumped. Let me go through, like, the whole thing, each level, and try to... Because when you... The only the thing is, when you activate the extra power moons, they get marked on your map. Oh, so okay. you, can, you can at least go and try to figure it out. Um, so let me, like, go through every level and get all, as many extras as I can, and then I'll take the guide from you and go back through the game again and get every move. Sounds good. I'd like to 100%, and I don't think I've ever 100% in a game. I want to go back through Resident Evil again. Do you? Yeah, it's really fun. There's a new DLC, isn't there? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I want to play those. Though I'm... Man, I just... I'm hoping that I can get a, P, a PS4 Pro sooner than later. Yeah. Because I want to see what it looks like through the VR on... A system that's optimized for it. Right. I'm interested to see how much better it looks. So, yeah. Well, what are we looking at here time-wise? Uh, we, I don't know if there's even a time on here. Probably about, uh, yeah, probably about uh, good for tonight. I yeah. suppose you, uh, I know you're, we didn't get started until a little later this evening, so... Um, do you have anything else you'd like to offer up to our listeners before we head out? I don't think so. I don't, I, there's not a whole lot going on right now. Well, I'm sure we'll have a lot to talk about after we see Star Wars. Yeah. And then we'll do, uh, next week we'll hit Star Wars and we'll do our, uh, some gifts. Yep. We'll do a gift exchange for Christmas. And, um, yeah, that's probably about good for tonight. Yeah. About good here. Mm-hmm. Um, so stick around for the outro and, uh, we'll, uh, we'll see you guys very, very soon. Yep.
Christmacast. That's what we're going to call it from now on. Christmacast. Christmacast. Uh, we we need to make sure that we're hitting our pizza party when the time comes. Yeah. Um, Episode 90 is the Super Divorce Super Pizza Party. And that's only... what is, I think... I'm pretty sure next week will be 89. 90 could be the Super Divorce 2017 album review pizza party extravaganza. It could be. That'd be uh, good. Yeah, that would be good. We most likely will have our friend Jason on yep. to do a 2017 top 10 album podcast just like we did last year. Just like last year. Uh, so look forward to that coming up soon. Um, also look forward to checking us out uh, all across the internet starting at superdivorceme.com. Uh, while you're there, make sure you visit our store. Check out our uh, CDs, cassettes, stickers, buttons, and t-shirts. Um, you can also find us on Facebook.com slash SuperDivorce, Twitter at SuperDivorce, Instagram at SuperDivorceBand, where we should be posting a photo of us at SmackDown. Yep. Soon. Yep. yep. Somebody's right. in charge of that. Yep. I need to do that. <laughs> do that. You can send it to me. I can post it. I, I don't mind. I was actually reaching for my phone, and, and then it's I here. realized yeah, it's uh, it. recording right, right here. now. So. Uh, yeah, um, if you want to follow me on social media, you can find me on Instagram at BenderButt and Twitter at BenderButts. If you want to follow me on Twitter or Instagram, just at Nicholas Villars. And uh, one other thing, if you're on Facebook um, and you search for the Super Divorce... Super Shit Posting Super Group. That's it. Yeah. Super divorce, super, super shit posting, super group. You, if you like shit posting and low effort memes, then uh, join that and and feel free to have have a field day. It has to pertain to super divorce though. But that's that's a pretty low bar that we're setting yeah. there. As long as you mention super divorce, that's all you have to do. Then it pertains. Someone. Uh, what did he post? Sean, was it? Yeah. He posted the uh, the margarita and the to-go box. Yeah. And it was not Super Divorce related. Right. I reposted and fixed it for him and mm-hmm. just wrote... At the at, Super at Divorce the Super show. Divorce. Yeah. Yeah. And that that's made how it Super you, Divorce related. Right. That's how you do it. You have to like... You can re-meme memes if you put Super Divorce in there somewhere. That's all you have to do. That's it. But it's super shit posting and super funny. Um, seemed like your wife got the hang of it today. Yeah, yeah. And then so did Sean. Sean's post with the uh, Transformer was genius. Yeah. So. It's fun. It's really fun. And uh, I, I feel like you are more likely to see, you're, you're more likely to see posts from that group than you are from our actual Facebook page. Right. Because it's not listed as a business. So if so you want to kind of like hang out and have fun with us, yeah, uh, join the Super Divorce Super Shit Posting Super Group. It's very casual. Yeah, it's really casual. So, uh, And uh, make sure to check us out on YouTube, search Super Divorce, and subscribe to our channel. And with that, we will see you next week. Christmacast. Christmacast. Please look forward to it. Enjoy, chefs. Super Divorce.